Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Well, I am sitting in a Cracker Barrel parking lot right now (laughs) in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Dave and I are on the road and we just left uh, Tennessee this morning and we're on our way back to Wisconsin. We'll be in Indiana tomorrow night. We'll be in Michigan for a few nights and then over to Wisconsin. So while I'm sitting in the parking lot, you might get to hear traffic noise. And as always, you get to hear what I hear in the Mobile. So today is a special day for me because... Many of you know that I have been working on a book for you, all of our listeners and bereavers, and it's called Reflections of Hope, Daily Readings for Bereaved Parents. And this has been a long project, and I had a team of 12 that were behind the scenes, and they were doing this book with me. I would send everything to them, and they would read it and give me feedback. And so I have a couple of those moms with me today. And I just feel very blessed and honored. I have Sarah Nelson and I have Vicki Hickox. And welcome to the podcast, ladies. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. And I want to start out by having you introduce yourself and tell us where you're from and then let us meet your child. So let's start out with someone that I've had on here several times. Sarah, go ahead and share with us a little bit, please. I am Sarah Nelson. I live in Arizona. And my daughter, Jeanette, was 36 at the time of her heaven going. And she died, shockingly, from a massive heart attack uh, out of the blue. We didn't know there was a problem. So it was uh, the shock of it was traumatic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. And uh, Vicki? My name is Vicki Hickox, and I live in Florida, just recently moved to Florida. My son, Dominic, passed away at the age of 24 from glioblastoma, stage four brain cancer. Um, he passed about six days before his 25th birthday. Yeah, it's like, what do you say after that? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, it's kind of sorry for the reason that brought us together, but I'm very thankful that God did put us together on this journey. So we've gotten to know each other, and and I consider Sarah and Vicki two of my very dear friends, And so thank you for being here. And like I said, the reason I have asked them to come on with me today is because when I did start writing this Reflections of Hope book, uh, I did ask if there was anyone out there that wanted to be my beta readers. And these two raised their hands and said, yes. (laughs) And they've also gone beyond just reading the book, but they've helped me put scriptures with the readings and those kinds of things. So they have been hanging in with me Book-wise, I mean, we've been friends longer than that, and they connected with GPS Hope longer than that, but it's been uh, like over two and a half years because I actually put the word out, it was in August, and so then uh, we put the team together in October, and then I sent you, we started, I started sending you the readings in November, and that would have been of 2021, so I thought it might be good to hear from a couple of the perievers who have gone through the book and have them share some of their thoughts with you. Okay, so let's start with this. I want to ask you, what's your overall thought of the daily readings of the book itself? Well, for me, I just I just think it's very encouraging. It can be very um, 
uplifting. I'm not going to say it's easy to read, sit there and read um, each daily reading or whatever, but it's, there was, there are times when there were certain things I read that just really um, kind of stood out to me and kind of made me realize that I actually wasn't alone, even though I felt like I was mm-hmm. like God wasn't there, mm-hmm. but then I could be reading something. And and what was funny too, is while reading some of those and trying to put scripture to them, I found myself sometimes digging deeper into it. I would find other scriptures to read, or it would take me off in another direction. And I'd be reading about, um, you know, something else. So mm-hmm. um, it's just very helpful and encouraging was my overall thought. And anybody that has lost a child, I just really feel like this would be very helpful to them. What about you, Sarah? It was so encouraging just to read your journey, basically your journey as you were walking out your grief and uh, the scriptures, the the way you, your pathway to hope. And uh, just to know that we're not alone, like Vicki said, to know that other people feel these things that I'm feeling and are going through the things that I'm going through. It just makes you know that you're not alone and uh, very hope filled. I I love the title of the book Mm -hmm. reflections of hope um, because sometimes we don't always see hope clearly. So reflections um, in that sense of hope and, Mm -hmm. and just one of the things we need most of all is hope to know yes. that um, I hesitate to say sometimes um, that it gets better, but it does yeah. hope that it will get better, that we can get through this. We can learn to cope. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you give us, you give us tools. Mm-hmm. And I, I did hear, I hear that a lot is that feeling a uh, feeling so alone that, and to, to know that, oh my goodness, someone else felt this way. Someone else had these thoughts. Someone else had these doubts. Someone else had these fears. Someone else had, you know, just all these same things. You know, I, I do hear that a lot, that it's just so helpful <laughs> to feel yes. like you're not alone and to feel like mm-hmm. it's not just me. This is, I mean, I am losing my mind, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're all with, and yet to know that, everyone who's lost a child feels this way, this pit of suffocating darkness that I don't feel like I'm ever going to get out of and in those kinds of things. Were there any readings specifically that hit you maybe that caused you uh, feel like maybe it made a difference in this grief journey? Was Are there any that you could think of that it's like, wow, that one was just really good for me? Well, I kind of felt like topics, there were topics that spoke to me you wrote quite a, a bit on fear and fear is one of the things that I've struggled with a lot because just when, when you lose your child, then it's like, you're waiting for the other shoe to fall. Oh, mm-hmm. That happens. So what else can happen? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really appreciated the, the ones that she wrote about dealing with our fears. Mm-hmm. And another topic was prayer. I know that I struggled for quite a while with, does it do any good to pray? Is God, not that he's not listening, but it's like, it if just, he's going to do what he wants to do anyway, why bother praying? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, really exactly. kind of, you know, uh-huh. yeah. It's kind of, why am I praying if right. God is going to just do what he does? Mm-hmm. Right. 
there's another one too, a uh, specific one. I was just looking back over them um, this morning and uh, you wrote an April one about walking. You were in Florida and you were walking on a path along, uh, I'm not sure, a lake or a river, some kind of water. Mm-hmm. And you would get glimpses of yes. the water through the trees. And it's just how our our vision of hope is sometimes just glimpses. Yes. We see it through the trees, mm-hmm. like you were looking at the water through the trees. And it's just a glimpse. And then you walk on the path and you don't see it anymore. And then you come back to it. And and you just wrote, and you even included a little poem in that, in that particular mm-hmm. reading about how you were feeling. And um, it just spoke to me, even when we just have glimpses of hope. Uh, we know it's there, whether we see it or not. God mm-hmm. gives us encouragement to know that we can keep going. Yeah, it's like those little glimpses of hope is what keeps us going till we get the next glimpse of hope. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. and then after a while, it becomes more than a glimpse. You know, it's it's yes. something we can hang on to and, and begin to walk out. Vicki, did you have anything in particular that you can think of? Well, one of mine was the whole thing with the whole thing with prayer. But also mine kind of in the beginning was more along with the readings that dealt with like anger and feelings of abandonment. Those probably out of all of them spoke the most to me just because I was feeling that way. And so honestly, those uh, those probably helped me quite a bit. And I actually went back over and was looking through some others. And I don't know why this one jumped out at me all of a sudden like it did. And, and this was just, I think, yesterday. Um, but there's one in there. I think it's called, Did He Really? Anyway, it talks about where people used to sacrifice their children. Yeah. You have cultures that used to sacrifice children for to some certain God or whatever, to appease them or whatever it was. And it went on to talk about how God doesn't expect us to um, sacrifice our children, but he willingly sacrificed his son. And for some reason, that just really mm. hit me like, like I'd never heard it before, which isn't true, but (laughs) I guess I just never, it just Mm -hmm. never really, I I never got it before. Yeah. And I think that's a a good point to bring up because I know like Sarah, you and I have talked over the years that one of the things that I say is that it's not your pain that keeps you connected to your child. Because when our child first dies, we feel like I can't be happy. I can't smile. I can't laugh. How horrible because then it means I'm forgetting my child. And so we think it's hanging on to the pain of remembering them with so much pain and heartache is what keeps us connected. And I and I try to encourage parents a lot that it's your love that keeps you connected. It's not the pain. And I know there was a moment where you said that. It was like, I knew it, I've heard it, and all of a sudden I get it. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. so it just clicked, right? Yeah, it just clicked. Mm-hmm. It just clicked. It was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, it was like this whole revelation. Like I'd never heard that before. I'm like, I've heard this a thousand times, you know, and, but it just didn't click till yesterday. Yeah. And I, there, I think there are a lot of, I'm sorry, there are a lot of moments in the book like that where, where you read something and, and you knew it, but it just comes alive and, mm-hmm. uh, and it gives a freshness to something you need right at that moment. Mm-hmm. I was going to talk about, uh, we'll put it in here, the average daily entry is about a page and a half. 
and then it has like the date and it has a, a heading and then it's got the reading itself and then it has a reflection which can be a couple of paragraphs maybe and then it ends with an appropriate bible verse and i was concerned that some of these readings might be a little bit too long knowing how foggy our minds can be and how difficult it can be to focus on what we might be trying to read it's like we can read the same thing over and over again especially when the grief is really fresh and so it was like do i need to shorten these and uh, everybody said, no, please, no, because you're saying exactly what needs to be said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, because it doesn't matter, especially in those, that first, probably, I guess, year, maybe two. I don't know. It depends on the person, but or even the first few months, it doesn't matter how short or how long it is. It's hard to focus. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it doesn't matter when it comes to the length because you're going to have to go back and read it again. I don't know how many times I had to do that mm-hmm. um, because I'd read something in 30 seconds. I was like, wait a minute, what did I just read? And I'd go back and read it again. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think the length really matters um, because either way, it's you ha- you're going to have a hard time focusing, whether it's something short or something long. Yeah. And so... No, go ahead. It says what it needs to say. Mm-hmm. Each day's reading is what it needs to say. And so that's why us beta readers, as we were, we were going through it, and we told you, don't shorten it because you're saying what needs to be said. Uh, and it's not too long. It really isn't too long. And like Vicki was saying, even if it's a short one, you have to read it over and over mm. anyway. And this, it, the wonderful thing is that here it is in a book. And you could skip around if you don't want to read by the date. You mm-hmm. can find what you need for that day and reread it. <laughs> yeah. Go back and, to it as many times as you need to. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was going to tie in is that so you read it one time and maybe, especially when you're at the beginning of the grief, maybe, okay, I pick it up today and okay, I read this one paragraph and I got something from it. <laughs> and then maybe mm-hmm. I don't read it for another two weeks. And then I pick it up and maybe I just, the reflection is what I read and I, I, I get it. It kind of nourished me in, in my journey in some way. And then it's, I made this into a hardback book because I'm, I, I really feel like the Lord allowed me to put together a tool that you've already called it a tool, a resource that you can turn to for years because mm-hmm. what you yes. read last year is going to seem totally different next year or two Mm -hmm. years or three years from now. And so what you read that you, it's like, okay, I know this in my head, but I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm not understanding. It doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Or even I don't agree with it (laughs) because I I think, you know, (laughs) I know people can't see you guys smile, but (laughs) (laughs) smiling there because it is, it's like, well, that may be true for you. You know, you're this far into it, but I don't see that for me. And so it doesn't even seem true like it's ever going to be my reality and yet it can be and it will be if you continue just taking one one step one breath at a time and so I think that's something good you guys have brought up is the fact that you can read it one time but when you read it the next time or even if that topic is touched on again three months later in the book maybe it's said in a different way and then all of a sudden it's like oh oh my goodness I get it now I get it Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we can lose it again too, can't we? Kind of like that stream. Yeah. It's like, 
Yes, we can. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I just wanted to put in a word about devotional books in general. I can be sometimes, I'm not this way so much anymore, but I have been in the past kind of regimental about devotional. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the day yes. I'm supposed to read this reading. Mm -hmm. And the next day I'm supposed to read the next reading. And mm -hmm. we could be that way, but we don't have to. You could read it by the date. You can find the topic you need. You can skip around if that's, and, and just let the Holy Spirit minister to you where you are. Yes. And I think sometimes too, in my past in devotional books, it's like, I okay, so I have a devotional book and I may be really good at reading it for a couple of weeks and then life gets busy or I get up late. And especially when you've got young kids and you have every intention of sitting down and reading your devotional book. And then all of a sudden four days have gone by. And now all of a sudden I feel like I have to read four days worth to catch up because mm -hmm. I miss those yeah. days. Yeah. And then it just right. feels overwhelming. <laughs> and so we just don't get back to it. So yeah. don't do that. <laughs> Especially when you're grieving. Yeah. It's you just probably not going to be regular. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so give yourself grace in that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't feel like you've gotten behind. And so now all of a sudden you feel, I mean, we feel overwhelmed enough. Don't do it to yourself with something like this. <laughs> that is not the point of this book. <laughs> so yeah, it's to help ease some of the overwhelming, not add to it. So you had mentioned, Sarah, about kind of jumping around where, you know, you might need to read. And one of the things that, that I have done with this book is it has six pages of an index in the back of the scriptures that are in this book. And, and they're double columns. So, so it's, and what I've done with the scriptures is every day it ends with a scripture and so those are in the in the scriptural index, but also any time a scripture is referenced within the reading is in the index. So if it's within the reading, it's italicized. And if it's the actual verse for that day's reading, then it's it's not italicized. But that's another way that you can use this Reflections of Hope book is if you come across a scripture and it's like, okay, that scripture just irritates me. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I think there are a lot of them. Once we lose our child, it's like, God, I don't get that scripture because I sure, you know, that makes no sense to me now that my child died. That just doesn't seem true to me. And so you can go to this book and see, is that scripture talked about in this book of Reflections of Hope? And then you can go to those readings and read the thoughts that surround that scripture. And I think that can be really helpful too, in a way to use this book. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I also have to say too, how much work has gone into this book? Just <laughs> the index alone to index <laughs> scriptures. Yes. A lot of work and so much went into it. And uh, I just want to give kudos to you <laughs> the right word for it yes. for putting this together because even and I know Vicki and the other beta readers felt the same way as we we're reading it we knew I can't wait until this book comes out this is going to help so many people because we know what it's done for us and we know the journey that we've been through so we just appreciate so much the work and the effort that you put into this book 
Oh, thank you. I'm going to be so glad <laughs> when it finally gets into into everybody's hands because it's really it has been a, a big project. It really has. And it is, I call it a robust book. <laughs> because when when we got our first actual printed copy, and I mean we knew it was going to be this because you have to format the book, but it was over 700 pages. And I mean, I I had like I showed it to my brother-in-law, and people would say, Wow, did you write a Bible? <laughs> it's like, well, kind of. <laughs> It almost kind of felt like a Bible for bereaved parents. <laughs> but like I said, every, you know, there's there are pieces to it. You know, by the time you put all this together, you have six pages of scripture indexed to be able to reference that. Every month has its, you know, it starts January, says January on its own page, kind of like their chapters. And so when you get this book, it's almost like, oh my goodness, I can't read this, but it's a year's worth. <laughs> and there's so many parts to it and so many things to it. And, you know, like I said, the beta readers, it was like, should I shorten this? And it's like, no, you've said what needs to be said. Don't take things out. And we did, I, I spent probably five hours average per month going through the, the actual book that I had in my hands and edited, you know, page by page, word by word, did my best to just really hone in on, on the best way to say things and maybe flip a phrase around, you know, those kinds of things. And with that, because it's it's such a, a big book, and like I said, it's a hardback book, the publisher that we went through to have this printed, their recommendation was to have this book. It was like around $50. And it was like, no way, I am not putting a $50 price tag on this book because I want perivers to get it. I don't want the price to be something that it's like, well, oh my goodness. And so it doesn't cost the same as a little paperback book. But we did put the price, I think it's just under $33, $34, right in that price range. And so I honestly, we're not making, you know, when I sell our books, it goes into GPS Hope. It helps the ministry, you know, help us continue providing support and resources. And and this book, because I, I dropped the price so much, it's barely over our own cost to have it published. So I want to ask you, and I, I'm pretty sure I know your answer, but you know, if people are going to pay $34 for this book, is it worth it? Because most people don't pay that much for a book. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I believe it's worth it. I really do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have such a way with words and the way you describe things and um, the little stories you put together and put with everything. I mean, it's, I can be sitting there reading something and it's like, I can actually just see in my mind the story unfold. Because um, you just have such a, you have an excellent way with words. So I think, I think the book is very well worth the $32 or, you know, whatever it is. I agree. I, I don't know if I would pay that much for just a fiction book or, you uh -huh. know, just a, a book, but right. this is going to be so helpful. And it's also, like we said several times already, is you can go back you can, you know, it's a year's worth of readings mm -hmm. and you can take that into the second year, the third year, mm -hmm. as often as you need it. So absolutely it is worth it. And it doesn't matter how many times you go back to, I can go back to the same reading two or three weeks later, a month later, a few days later. And it honestly seems like I get something different from it each time. I think some of that too is our grief fog. 
Yeah, <laughs> it, it probably it's is. Like, it's like, I've never read this before. <laughs> and it's funny because, it, because like having, I had 12 beta readers and there were so many duplicates in this book. Once we all got through the book and I started and I sat down and I did my first edit, I ha- I rewrote, I don't know what, a dozen that I that I ended up re- totally putting in a whole new reading because some of it was like almost a word for word duplicate of a different day. And it was like, there were 12, 13 of us and an editor and none of us <laughs> caught, none of us caught it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was kind of funny. So I, I do, I really do think that's true that we may not even remember we read it before, or it could be just that it just hits us so differently this time that we don't remember we read it before because it didn't affect us the same way. It is a valuable resource for our grief. You you cover so much and you offer so much of the uh, hope and encouragement and and comfort and uh, just information on what we're going through and how to cope with what we're going through. There's so much in it that the cost, you could have charged $50 for it. Mm-hmm. You could have, but I understand what you, you didn't want to put that kind of price tag on it, but it's, there is value to this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. One thing I do want to ask you, though, is when you introduced yourselves, you didn't share how long it's been that your child has been gone. So, Sarah, how long has it been for you? It's been just over nine years for me. Okay. And so when we started this project, you were at seven years. And Vicki, how long has it been for you with Dominic? It's coming up on four years in June. Okay. So it was pretty fresh for you when we started this. It was two years. Yeah. So, And that's in that really fresh still raw grieving period at the two-year mark. And so the reason I wanted to ask you that was just kind of to to show the range of, you know, where you were in your grief and yet, you know, however close you were or far along you were. I know one of the beta readers, I ended up, we had someone that had to drop out. So I contacted someone who had been interested and she was in that first year. And I'm, I'm sure she won't mind because I'm not saying her name, but she was actually suicidal. And so when I started sending her this book, she let me know that it was literally a lifeline to her. It was literally a lifeline that kept her from taking her life. And she didn't read every day. She just, she just barreled through everything I sent her. She just read and absorbed, read and absorbed. And then we had another one who is on the team that, uh, well, she has lost both of her children. Now, Sarah, Jeanette was your only child. So you are childless now. Uh, And Michelle lost both of her children. And so she has shared with me how valuable this has been. And then we had one beta reader who has been on this. She lost, oh, I want to say she was just a few months old, a couple months And she's been on this journey for like 30 years. And she has said how helpful this has been for her and that there are things in her grief that this helped her finally deal with some of the things that she's been dealing with all these years, that this has just brought a measure of hope and healing that she has needed all this time. So, you know, we just had a really wide range of losses, the ages, and and those who get the book, you'll get to see uh, the pictures of our kids because that's part of what I did was as a thank you to my beta readers. 
we put their kids in the book in the back and shared our child's story and a little bit about them. And so that was one of my ways of saying thank you to you two and the rest of the, the beta readers. So anyone who gets this book will get to, to meet your kids. <laughs> we'll get to meet Jeanette and Dominic. And so, okay, with that, I'll ask, are there any last thoughts or suggestions or anything that you want to share before we uh, close this up? Well, what you just said about your beta readers, how we were a range of how long it's been and our child, maybe Even how ages. old they were yeah. when mm-hmm. they yeah. Yeah, passed away. And in your ministry in general, you have something for everybody, so whatever type of loss it was. And however long it's been, you have something for everybody. And in this book, you can see that too. There is something for each person in this book, you you cover the span. <laughs> mm. well, that's good to hear. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Vicki, did you have anything? Just that I just really encourage, you know, people to purchase the book. I feel like it would be, it will be a tremendous help to them through their journey. And it just, there's not a whole lot of resources out there for parents who have lost children. I know because I, I tried to find some. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and I just never, I never could find anything. And then a friend of mine somehow came across your ministry and, and sent the link to me. I, I don't know how mm-hmm. she got it, but she sent it to me, but, um, I just really encourage people to purchase the book and use it because yes. it, it will help. Well, thank you, both of you. And I'll have to, before I let you go, I got to put a plug in for this cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so in October, We've got, it's called the Grief Cruise, and both Sarah and Vicki, Sarah and her husband, Dennis, it'll be a late anniversary <laughs> for them, and Vicki's going to be coming, and I think there's going to be another mom that we know that will be rooming with Vicki, and uh, so if you come on the cruise, you'll get to spend time with all of us, and and I'll talk about that in a few minutes, and I'll let Sarah and Vicki go here, and I'll talk about the cruise and talk about the book a little bit more. So thank you, ladies, so much. I appreciate you. I love you. I consider you some of my best friends, both of you. And I'm so glad you get to meet each other. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all right. I love you both. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The book we have been talking about, Reflections of Hope, Daily Readings for Bereaved Parents, is now available for pre-ordering. I know you can find it on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, and it should be other places as well. So pre-ordering means that it is still in the final process of being printed and made available to book suppliers. If you order it now, though, it will get shipped out right away when it does become available starting April 28th which means you will have it in time for one of the roughest times of year for many of us, which is coming up, and that is Mother's Day. If you want to know more about the book itself, you can find it at gpshope.org reflections, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Now, about the cruise, this is a chance to get away with others who understand what it's like to lose a child as well as other deep losses. There is a grief seminar on the days that we're out to see. Some of these sessions are for any loss, and some of them will specifically be done by myself for those of us who've lost a child. The dates are October 1st through the 8th. 
We're leaving from Port Canaveral on the Royal Caribbean ship called Wonder of the Seas. You can find out more about this at gpshope.org slash cruise. And just to let you know, the cabins that are set aside for our group at a reduced price will be released on June 1st. And right now that price will go up, I believe it's something like $1,100 per cabin. So don't wait. Now it can't hurt to at least check it out, right? So go to gpshope.org slash cruise, and I hope you are able to join us. Let's go ahead with today's birthday segment. Brianna Martinez was born on April 17th and is forever 17. Christopher Schofer was born on April 21st and is forever 25. Adam Sharp was born on April 21st and is forever 19. Shannon Chevalier was born on April 21st and he is forever 27. We celebrate the day these children came into the world. It will always be a special and important day to us. If you would like to have your child's birthday announced the week of his or her birthday, I would love to be able to do that. All you have to do is go to gpshope.org slash birthdays. Fill out the needed information, including the pronunciation of your child's name, the first name, last name, both, if sometimes they're mispronounced because I want to make sure I say it correctly for you. Just submit that and I will announce your child's birthday the week of his or her birthday. I just want to say thank you again to Sarah and Vicki for coming on and sharing with you their thoughts on the Reflections of Hope book. I also want to give a shout out to the rest of my beta readers team. Carolyn Blackle, mom of Rachel Pilcher, forever 40. Amy Boyd, mom of Mason, forever 16. Valerie Breslow, mom of Eric, forever 25. Dawn Copen, mom of Andrew, forever 33. Deborah Cool, mom of Michael, forever 35. Melissa Slusher, mom of Jordan, forever 21. Cindy Steinkamp, mom of Jonda Steinkamp, forever four and a half months. Yolanda Rory, mom of Sasha, forever seven. Michelle Sulikowski, mom of Matthew, forever 37, and Melissa, forever 39. Rill Venning, Mom of Carrie Lee, forever 25. As you turn to the pages of this book each day, you'll find the strength you need to take one step at a time on your journey of healing as you grieve the loss of your precious child. Reflections of Hope is a book you will turn to for years to come as a needed reminder to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.